0: This is Angus. Welcome to Angus's Appendices, a Kirby's Kids One-Shot. SHOT! Welcome back, kids, and thanks for listening as we go bounding into the month of May with our featured comic book character, Plastic Man. Today, we'll be covering a Plastic Man 80-page giant annual issue that came out in January 2004, and this treasure trove of goodness chronicles the origins of Plastic Man and the earlier comics that were influential in laying the foundation for the Plastic Man that we know today. So with that being said, let's focus in on a little creative chatter and profile our writer, artist, and creator of Plastic Man, none other than Jack Cole. Plastic Man! Plastic Man! Plastic Man! Jack Cole was a natural talent in cartooning and is best known as the creator of the legendary Golden Age hero Plastic Man. He was born in Newcastle, Pennsylvania. His only formal training was through a Landon correspondence course in cartooning. He made his professional debut in 1934 when he commenced making illustrations for The American Can Factory and Boy's Life. In 1937, he joined Harry A. Chesler's shop where he made strips such as Pee Wee Throttle, Circus, King Cole's Court, Windy Breeze, Officer Clancy, and other humorous backups using the pseudonym Ralph Johns. He became editor for the Lev Gleason Publications Group in 1939, and there he wrote and drew comics like Daredevil with Jack Binder, Silver Streak, Dickie Dean, The Boy Inventor, and The Claw in Silver Street Comics. He also presented at MLJ with The Comet in Pep Comics. From 1940, he assisted Will Eisner, none other than the legendary Will Eisner on The Spirit. During this period, he also began a large production of quality comics group. He created features like Wong, Clue, and Midnight, strongly inspired by The Spirit for Smash Comics. Also for quality, Cole created the legendary Plastic Man for police comics in 1941. This humorous superhero, which we'll be profiling today, in which Cole did lots of graphical and narrative experimentation, got its own comic book in 1943. Cole went on to draw his Cole comic for many years until he handed it over to other artists around 1950. The comic ran for another six years, but still under Cole's name. Cole additionally worked as a freelance cartoonist and illustrator for several magazines until 1954 when Playboy hired him to draw Females by Cole, of the best cartoon features the magazine had ever had. In 1958, Jack Cole was lured back into making comic strips again by the Chicago Sun-Times Syndicate, which commissioned him to do a humorous, slightly autobiographic strip, Betsy and Me. And it lasted only, however, for a few months. On the 13th of August, 1958, Sadly, Jack Cole took his own life. A man whose career was at its pinnacle left us, which is really, truly tragic. A great book, Jack Cole and Plastic Man, I would highly recommend read. It was published by Art Spiegelman about Cole's creations and his life. If you would like to know more about the man and his art and what he had brought to the table as far as his Golden Age creations into the beginnings that are just on the cusp of the Silver Age beginning, please give that one a read. So, let's transition over onto our literary aisle, where we'll dive a little deeper into Plastic Man, 80-page, giant volume, and specifically the origin of Plastic Man. Plastic Man! Plastic Man! Okay, on our literary out, let's delve into the origin of Plastic Man, which comes from Police Comics number one, and that is the first story in Plastic Man 80-Page Giant Angle, January 2004. Eel O'Brien is a little more than a small-town thief. Among his gang of underlings, he breaks into and attempts to rob the Crawford Chemical Works. Police arrive on the scene, but Eel and The others try to flee. However, he is exposed to a deadly toxic acid. He manages to make it outside but stumbles down unconscious. When he awakes, Eel finds that his skin is now super pliant. He can contort his limbs and facial features into any shape he desires. He's inside of a small monastery where he was picked up by a kindly monk who was on a hiking trail and saw where he had passed out. The experience changed more than Eel's psychology though and physiology. He feels that he's been given a second chance to do good and renounces his former life of crime. Donning a stretchable costume and a pair of goggles, Eel decides to fight crime as a superhero Plastic Man. Plastic Man tracks down his old gang and stops them from committing another robbery. He turns them over to the police and returns the stolen loot. The police have no idea that this strange new hero was once a criminal. And thus begins Plastic Man. This was a very, very, enjoyable, golden age read. The artwork for its time, I'm sure, was fantastic. I don't think comics readers had seen any comic book character contort move turn into shapes, the long arm stretching and placement of the criminals into the police headquarters was very amusing. It must have been a little, I wouldn't say alarming, but different for folks to pick up a comic and see that when they were more used to seeing Superman punch people, some detectives go out there and shoot criminals. It was really cool to see the creativity behind Jack Cole's character. Not only do is the visual storytelling very, very Strong, but the dialogue back and forth was rather quick and heartfelt. It was an earnest work, particularly when we're talking about a criminal who then reforms himself that wants to do good. There is that beautiful silver lining to this story, a very likable character. It was very good for the time. If you had a younger reader reading this particular book, they'd say, hey, you know what, this has got a good moral story behind it. Plus, it's a lot of fun, too, Uh, particularly the way he can contort his body and take these fellow robbers from his gang off guard. I'd highly recommend... Picking this particular volume up to get the origin story of Plastic Man. It's very cool to see and sets a nice tone moving forward. So, the other stories in this particular volume were presenting the man who can't be harmed from Police Comics number 13. And this introduced Woozy Winks, which would be his primary sidekick and friend throughout his comics life. The other story was The Hand Behind, which also featured Woozy Wings and establishes that one. And that came from Plastic Man number three, once Cole was actually given his own name volume for Plastic Man. Then The Wizard of Light follows that from The House of Mystery number 160. And then finally, The Dirty Devices of Dr. Dome from Plastic Man volume two number one is also featured. So Again, you get a lot of value in this Plastic Man 80-page giant number one. So I would highly encourage you to go ahead and pick that up, give it a read, and particularly if for nothing else, seeing this golden age emergence of Plastic Man. So, kids, we want to hear from you. Please drop us a line via the Anchor app or send us an email at Podcast at gmail.com. And we will continue throughout the month of May with Plastic Man bounding your way plastic man plastic man plastic man he's a real good guy in a bright red suit and he always wears goggles and a belt that's a beauty he was a crook but he reformed and then he reformed and reformed The Fantastic Plastic Man Plastic Man